Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the KettleCast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll be talking about the Hawks' 125-124 to win over the Washington Wizards. Russell Westbrook comes in and gets his 182nd triple-double of his career to pass Oscar Robertson, but the Hawks get big performances from Trey Young and John Collins to get a big win at State Farm Arena. Without further ado, let's get into it. It felt weird to have three days with no Hawks games, and I'm sure the Hawks appreciated having three days off, getting to have some practice time, get some rest and recuperation. They got DeAndre Hunter back. The Hawks were only missing Tony Snell and Cam Reddish in this game against the uh, Washington Wizards. The Wizards were missing their rookie, Danny Evdia. They also had no uh, Bradley Beal, who was going for the scoring title in the NBA this year, and they also didn't have Thomas Bryant. But the Hawks came in after that tough loss on the road, their final road game in the regular season against the Pacers, and they really took those three games off, and they got a big win against Washington, this 125-124 to 124 win. The Hawks are still trying to figure out where they're going to be in the postseason. They're stuck, stuck in a tough battle between them, the Celtics, and the Miami Heat on who's going to get that fifth seed. They also have a chance to get the fourth seed with the Knicks being right ahead of them, but the Knicks have the tiebreaker, which is pretty tough with just four or three games to go. And so it was really important for the Hawks to come in and get a win. And early on, despite having a two-point lead after the first quarter, I thought the Hawks did not look as sharp as I would have liked them to be. They had a lot of turnovers in that first quarter. In fact, they had six of them. And those turnovers really turn into easy points for the Washington Wizards. And after one half, the Wizards were up 62-61, to 61, and it really felt disappointing because it seemed to me that the Hawks were clearly the better team. They just weren't executing, they weren't hitting open shots, and they were letting the Wizards get into a lot of easy buckets and just not playing very good defense. They gave up 62 points in that first half, and that's frankly unacceptable. Now, in the third quarter, the Hawks did an amazing job on the defensive end of the ball. They held the Wizards to 17 points. And they scored 35 points themselves and built a 17-point lead. And I was like, all right, the Hawks have established order. They're clearly the better team here, and they're going to be able to cruise to victory. But Russell Westbrook was on a mission to not only get a triple-double, but also try to get a win in Atlanta. The Wizards are trying to get into this play-in tournament, but not only that, get better position than just a 10 seed. And uh, Russell Westbrook was a man on fire. He was shooting the ball. He had his three-pointer working a little bit. He was getting into the paint. He had he created a lot of easy looks for his teammates, and he ended the game with 21 assists, which is frankly stunning, but he probably could have had easily four or five more assists if his teammates had helped him out. But the Wizards would come roaring back. They would end up scoring 45 points in that final period, and this game would get go all the way down to the end, and ultimately the Hawks would able, be able to eke out a 125-124 to 124 win. Um, I thought John Collins on the last possession the Hawks had of the game, he got fouled, but there was no call. And then the Wizards had a chance to take the lead. Um, they were down one. Uh, Russell Westbrook had the ball going down. He settled for like a long two or three-pointer. He missed it, and Trey Young got the rebound and was able to throw it away uh, as time expired. And the Hawks got a big win to move to 38-31 and 31 on the season. But it was a good win for the Hawks and won again. They're trying to get into that fourth seed to have a home uh, first round in the playoffs. But it was as much as it was good to get the, for the Hawks to get a win, to give up 45 points in the last quarter, as Nate McMillan said after the game, that's just not Hawks basketball. 
And, um, you know, it was really frustrating for the Hawks to really assert themselves in the third quarter and then have to hang on in the fourth quarter. Now, the Wizards got some really hot shooting from Davis Bertans, who was 5 of 10 in the game, 5 of 9 on three-pointers. He hit four of his threes in the fourth quarter. He also missed a free throw, his one free throw on the game. He got fouled shooting a three-pointer um, and got to the free throw line, but he was really kicking his leg out. He's kicking his leg out, I mean, almost as much as Reggie Miller used to do it back in the day. And he got the call and, and missed the free throw, but he was just, he made a bank three-pointer. It was all working for him in the fourth quarter. And again, he had 12 points in the fourth. Russell Westbrook had 11 points in that fourth quarter. And the Wizards did not make it an easy game for the Hawks. And of course, these teams are going to play again on Wednesday. So it'll be a lot of fun to see what adjustments both coaches make going into that game on Wednesday. But the Hawks did a really nice job of getting just enough to get this win. Now, they got some really big performances from their starters. This is a sort of a throwback game where the starters really paved the way for the Hawks to get the win. The Hawks were outscored on the bench 59-19. to I will repeat that. 59 uh, Washington Wizards bench points to 19 Hawks bench points. And the Hawks had uh, DeAndre Hunter coming off the bench, Danilo Gallinari, Lou Williams. But the Hawks bench was just completely ineffective compared to the Wizards bench where they got big performances from Ish Smith, Davis Bertans, and Robin Lopez. But, uh, you know, the Hawks got huge performances from their big stars. Trey Young was 11 of 22 from the field. He made one of his seven threes, was 13 of 13 from the free throw line for 36 points. He had six rebounds, nine of six. He did have... Six turnovers to go with those nine assists, but he was a team high plus 18. Um, and Trey can get a little uh, locked into those cross-court passes and really making some passes in tight windows. And you never want to tell Trey to like stop making those passes. But I think his decision-making can tie it up, tighten up a little bit, especially when it becomes uh, in regards to some of the deep three-pointers he took and how early those three-pointers came in the shot clock. And again, some of those super aggressive passes. He gets his teammates a lot of good looks. And again, that's reflected in the nine assists he had. And he had a couple of just stunning assists to Clint Capella and John Collins. There is one highlight dunk to John Collins that you will see everywhere where he got into the paint. Trey Young got into the paint and then tossed a beautiful lob to John Collins, who threw it down for a massive dunk. Um, but there was a few times down the stretch, especially in the third and fourth quarters, where Trey got a little excited and really wanted to take the kill shot to put the Wizards out um, and, and settled for some three-pointers when the offense, the Hawks' offense had been really working and he didn't need to settle for that. Now, Bogdan Bogdanovich, man, that dude is just a bad man and can really shoot the ball. He had one three-pointer out of an out-of-bounds play where he came to the ball, got it, spun where his back went to the basket, like a full 360, and then hit a three-pointer out of that. But Bogdan was 8 of 17 from the field, 7 of 12 from the three-point line, hit 2 of 2 free throws for 25 points. He had 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. I mean, Bogdan had one that 3 out of the ATO, which was just great. He had a corner 3 that was off a hammer action that got Trey Young. Trey Young was running the baseline. Bogey goes to the corner on the opposite side of the court. Uh, Trey hits him. 
and Bogdanovich doesn't even hesitate, pulls the three as Davis Bertans tries to contest it and just drains a beautiful shot. But Bogdan was just doing everything on the offensive end of the basket, and it was beautiful to see him just continue to shoot the ball, scorching the nets. John Collins, it was so good to see John Collins have a huge game, and he did not only have a huge game on the offensive side of the ball where he was 10 of 14, one of one on his three-pointers. Of course, you know I'm going to get on him about only shooting one three-pointer, but uh, seven of seven from the free throw line for 28 points. But he also got it done on the defensive end. He had two just massive blocks. Um, he had one block in transition and then another block on Hutchinson when Hutchinson tried to do a reverse and John Collins followed him perfectly on the defense and just blocked the crap out of the ball and got the Hawks out on a uh, transition basket. But John Collins was everywhere. I would hope that the Hawks try to, again to feature him more. The Wizards seem to be okay trying to switch smaller players onto John Collins, and that's not going to work. He's too good shooting the ball in his little jump shot. He has a very nice little uh, hook slash push shot that he's very good at on smaller players. And there was just no stopping John Collins. And um, for him to go in with 28 points, eight rebounds, three of those offensive, a steal, and again, those two just demoralizing blocks on the Wizards. It was awesome to see JC in his element. Clint Capella had a little bit of a tough game, just 5 of 10 from the field for 10 points. He did have 22 rebounds, 7 of them offensive, and 4 blocks. But Capella just wasn't finishing as well as he normally does. And um, I'm sure in the game on Wednesday, the Hawks are going to make it a prerogative to get Capella going because there's really not a wizard who can stay in front of him. Uh, he went right through Robin Lopez at one point just put his shoulder into Robin's chest and then went in for a big dunk but you like to see Capella do that every time he gets the basketball he can sometimes like to go to that reverse or try to get stuff off the glass it's like you know Clint just go up throw it down you're a big seven footer get that basket going finally Kevin Herter did not have his best game he was elevated to the starting uh, squad with Tony Snell being out he was 3 of 12, 1 of 6 on his threes for 7 points. He had 4 rebounds and 3 assists. Now, the bench squad for the Hawks was not playing its best basketball. Danilo Gallinari chipped in with 8 points. He had 3 rebounds, 2 assists. He was minus 17. The only Hawk off the bench to have a positive plus minus was DeAndre Hunter. It was great seeing the second-year uh, second player back. He only played 13 and a half minutes. But he was 3 of 7 from the field, 0 of 2 on his 3-pointers for 6 points. He had 3 rebounds, and he was plus 2. Now, Lou Williams came in. Lou was just 1 of 5 from the field for 2 points. Solomon Hill was 1 of 2 on his free throws for 1 point, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. He was a team low, minus 23. And then Aneka Congo came in for a small stretch, and it was 1 of 2 for 2 points, a rebound, and 2 assists. But the Hawks bench just didn't get it done. And especially in that fourth quarter when the Hawks had built a 17-point lead, I thought Nate McMillan may have held on to that second unit a little too long and allowed the Wizards to come all the way back and get within one before the starting unit was able to kind of press the lead back up to eight and really hold on until the end. Again, Russell Westbrook had a shot at the end of the game to to win the game, um, and thankfully he missed. But uh, the Hawks were able to you know, build a 17-point lead and then squander a 17-point lead in the matter of the second half. For the Wizards, you start with Russell Westbrook. He played 40 minutes. 
10 of 27 from the field, had 28 points, 13 rebounds, 21 assists. It seemed like he might not get his rebounds needed for the, the triple-double, but ultimately he was able to do that. 21 assists, the entirety of the Wizards offense, especially with no Bradley Beal, is have the ball be in Russell Westbrook's hand and have him either break down the defense and get to one of his teammates at the elbow or uh, Robin Lopez in the paint, and then for that player to immediately take a shot. And to Russell Westbrook's credit, he is able to get his teammates really good looks in the paint. Um, and that turned out to go to 21 assists. He had 11 points in the fourth quarter and, again, would not let his team uh, lose this game by double digits. It was pretty awesome to see. It's a style of basketball that I don't particularly enjoy. I think it sometimes looks like almost too much in Russell Westbrook's hand. It almost looks like the team is just built to try to get Russell Westbrook a triple-double, but um, Russell has been able to be very successful in games that he has a triple-double. He has an over 70% winning percentage in games he has a triple-double, and the Hawks were able to hang on and get a win despite Westbrook breaking that big, big marker. He broke, again, Oscar Robinson's uh, kind of un unbreakable record of 132 triple-doubles, but he was just a man on a mission. Uh, Rui Hachimura had a very nice game. He was 9 of 19 from the field, 1 of 3 on his 3-pointers. He had 20 points, 3 rebounds, and 1 steal. One of his shots got erased by John Collins, um, but Hachimura had a very nice game. Ish Smith off the bench was 7 of 12. The Hawks really didn't have an answer for his mid-range shooting. 2 of 3 on the 3-point line for 16 points. Three rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a block. His block was a ridiculous block on Trey Young's little floater. Trey Young had the floater working. It was one of the games I can really remember in the recent times where Trey Young just had the floater on lock. It was going in every time he threw it up there. And Ish Smith was able to get up and block one of Trey's uh, floaters, which was pretty impressive. We talked about Davis Bertans, 5 of 10, 5 of 9 from three-point line, 15 points, four rebounds, two assists. He was the uh, Wizards' only player in the positive, or he actually led the plus-minus uh, at plus 10. He had 12 of his points in the fourth quarter and really just got going scorching. He just decided to start shooting threes, and he banked one in, hit one in on a foul. Um, he was able to just get the ball to go into the basket. And finally, Robin Lopez, five of or 9 of 15 from the field, 18 points, three rebounds a block. It was hilarious because he uses a super slow hook shot. He doesn't even jump off the ground when he does it. Clint Capella got one of his four blocks on Robin Lopez's uh, hook shot, but uh, Neek was, they were, they were talking about it. Uh, Vince Carter, Neek, and Bob were like, what do we call the shot if, you know, Kareem's shot is the sky hook? What is Robin Lopez's shot? And Neek decided to settle on that, that it's the ground truck, the ground truck the ground chuck and to Robin Lopez's credit again he made five, 9 of 15 baskets for those 18 points but it would not be enough as the Hawks would able to be able to hold on um this was a weird game the Wizards are not known for their three point shooting and they would hit 13 of 26 uh three pointers compared to 10 of 30 for the Hawks and the Hawks would out rebound the Wizards as well they would 55 to 42 um but the big difference in this game was the free throws 
The Wizards were 9 of 11 on their free throw attempts compared to the Hawks being 23 of 26. And that's just the Hawks being aggressive going to the basket. And also the Wizards were fouling early in the in quarters and they were getting into the bonus where the Hawks were able to really take advantage of it. Whether it was Trey, John Collins getting seven free throws is huge. But that free throw disparity was a big difference in the game. And ultimately, the Hawks were able to use all of their uh, scores to get a big 125 to 124 win. But these same teams are going to go back at it on Wednesday where the Hawks and the Wizards will have another game. It'll be a ton of fun looking at what adjustments both teams make. I think the Hawks really need to do a better job of playing just the defense they played in that third quarter. They didn't let the Wizards get out and transition. They were doing a nice job on offense of getting into good looks that they wanted and not letting the Wizards speed them up or anything like that. But it'll be a ton of fun to see in sort of a mini playoff experience what the Hawks are able Hawks and Wizards are able to do adjustment wise and how they execute those on Wednesday night. But the Hawks moved to 38 and 31 on the season. Again, they make one step closer to being that fourth or fifth seed going forward. And the Kettlecast will be here to talk to you about the game versus the Wizards on Wednesday after that game on Wednesday night. Go Hawks. Thank you for catching this episode of the Kettlecast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks. Uh, do this one more time.